Hey Reality Breachers, our next local spotlight is on Offbeat. Uh, if you haven't checked out Offbeat, I highly recommend you do. Um, Robert and I sat down and talked to Philip about uh, what he's trying to do around Jackson with Offbeat. While it may appear to be a simple record and comic shop on the surface, Offbeat is doing a lot of great things for the Jackson art scene. So we hope you enjoy the interview. Cue the music. is offbeat um my government name that my mom gave me so i can get a real job is philip rollins <laughs> uh, most people know me as dj young venom and uh offbeat is a alternative art store that can um that acts as basically like a culture incubator because we sell records comics designer toys import toys and we run as a um art gallery for young minority artists Wow, that's good. That, that's good. That's a that's a really good answer. It's the best answer we've had. Uh, well, it's thorough. It's thorough. It's very thorough. It's like he's had to tell people, "Hey, come to my place." It's well, done. when I had to come up with this place, I had to come up with an elevator pitch, and as an order to why I created it, because I was part of this Mississippi Black Leadership Institute, mm-hmm. and they're like, "All right, if you give us an elevator pitch, and we should hear this in at least thirty seconds of what it's about, what it's going to do." how it's going to affect the community, then we'll let you go on with this project. And I was like, well, I'm not running for office like everybody else. So <laughs> <laughs> this should be pretty easy. <laughs> and that's how I got this kind of, kind of down. <laughs> now, you also had uh, Food Truck Tuesdays. Yeah, we had Taco Tuesdays mm-hmm. with uh, Green Ghost Tacos um, until their truck messed up. Hopefully they'll get their truck fixed and start that back up. Okay. And you also host concerts every now and again. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We have uh, shows from local acts and people from um, around the surrounding states. Uh, New Orleans, uh, Texas, Atlanta, um, and some other places as well. Cool. And you also sponsor a school for young artists. Uh, do I? Do I do that? Are you sure about that? Well, we yeah. pictures on, on, on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, right now, we're hosting, um, at the date of this podcast, um, <laughs> we're hosting a Kelsey Middle School's mm-hmm. um, art project where they had to do a representation of cartoon characters, of represent, how they represent themselves. So you see popular characters like Goku, and he's African-American, and Phineas and Ferb, and um, all these kids are selling their work for like 25 mm-hmm. bucks each in order to learn how to you know, not how to make money off their art, because a lot of people, that's what art classes don't teach you, is how to make money off of it, and also how to, um, you know, show proper representation, because there's a lack of representation in cartoons, as far as what African Americans is, because aside from Boondocks, what else can you name off the top of your head? I mean, you got Fillmore, but Fillmore's been off the air for quite a while. Right, um, Static Shock's not here anymore. Static Shock's not here anymore. Um, we had oh, the Proud wow. Family. That's not on anymore. It's, it's not. If, it's, yeah, if we're talking art, the PJs was on there for a little bit. Yeah, but that wasn't good. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't good. Living in the projects. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, boy. Mm. He made. He kind of made it look bad on that one. Um. Uh, well, well, I, I just want to say this place is cool. 
Thanks. Like I, I, I was told by I think three or four people, you got, you got to go to Offbeat. You're gonna love that place. I'm like, oh, I'll get there. I'll get there. And then I walked in. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> it's very unique. Very unique. Um, what makes Offbeat a unique experience? Speak of the, the word unique. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I mean, just walking in here for one thing, but other than that, I mean, it's. It's, I'm kind of trying to bring something that has been kind of lost in the past couple of years. Um, record stores have died and comic book shops are kind of dying, kind of not, um, with digital comics and iPads and stuff. Yeah. And with me growing up, I'm 32, so me growing up, I went to comic book shops to learn about new comics and see what's coming on and go to record store to see what new music's coming out and I hear what the... You know, I was going to Bebop when Fingerprint was working there. So him being a DJ, he's always going to play like what's dope. Uh-huh. And so you don't really get that experience by, of course, you got Spotify curated playlists and Apple Music curated playlists or whatever. But it's nothing like that face-to-face personal conversation. You never know who's in here. Um, as far as like I have other DJs in here practicing spinning or have artists in here working on their um, sketches or sticker designs or stuff like that. So it's kind of that community experience that you get with here as far as with that, just not um, a place you can just come in, buy, leave, you come in, hang out, get beer, get soda, talk, play fighting game, whatever, watch a funny YouTube video. Yeah. yeah. There's something to be said about local because, um, as you said, Spotify, Apple, all those things are nice. They give you good music, but... Nowhere on Apple does it say, listen to regional favorites. Yeah, yeah. And they probably won't come for another 20, 10 years, maybe. <laughs> Five, if we're, if we're lucky. Um, but even with that, like like Chance, he's talking about um, all his all his past mixtapes have been stream only, right? So now he's talking about he's going to have to charge, he's wants to charge for his next album. And that's because with streaming, I think it's uh, something thousand listens mm-hmm. equal yeah. one I think ball like a, like a dollar song or something, or something. yeah like something that. like yeah. that I remember him talking about it yeah and so streaming revenue is not adding up to bought revenue I guess well, or physical revenue per se oh no 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 mm-hmm. absolutely and not. it probably never will and well there's no way to monetize it as well as exactly give me money for it's good for promo music. it's yeah. ki- it's, ki- it's it's good for mixtapes and it's killed the demo tape <laughs> right. essentially it's the new demo tape um so it's good for getting out there but as far as like selling and doing things properly in the music industry not so much good um what originally got you into to video games and, and comic books and DJing, if, if, if you don't mind? Like, what was that initial, like, I really, really, really like and enjoy doing this? Um, as far as video games, um, it's something I just got, kind of gravitated towards. Mm-hmm. My guy brothers, they always had, like, um, they always had, like, the newest video games because their dad was a doctor. So um, they had the... They had the power glove. They had the uh, the pad where you ran, ran on it and shit. That's um, awesome. And I didn't have none of that stuff. Like I had I had a Nintendo, of course. My mom, my grandmother spoiled me because I was the only grandbaby. But mm-hmm. um, I was always into video games. But as far as comics, my mom read comics, 
And that's how I learned how to read. Oh, that's cool. Really? And that's how I learned how to read. That's why I found out what a Wolverine actually was, because every word I didn't know, she made me look it up. So I learned what a Nightcrawler really was. Uh, <laughs> what a Wolverine was. Mommy, they're not blue. Um, <laughs> and it's definitely can't teleport. So, uh, so yeah, before and my mom got into comics through her dad. Um, we had like some original stuff before he got remarried, and his new wife threw away all his comics. So oh, man. there goes my trust fund. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's how I got into comics, and I. I used to like always um, look through those, and you know, I, I was in the Ninja Turtles and stuff, so I used to draw and handle that stuff. And um, and as far as with music and DJing, um, the movie Juice was heavily inspired by me because I saw that with my guy brothers. And I remember the DJ scene that it always like just resonated with me. And when I got like in high school, well, before then, when I was in middle school, I was. Um, I was always buying CDs, like every week I buy a new CD. So, because I was always in the music, I was I would run home, I watch Toonami, and then I'm flipping between Toonami and Rap City. Um, Man, I'm not Toonami and Rap, Rap City. City. Wow, <laughs> like you went back. Yeah. If you would have said the basement, I probably would have. Yeah, I mean, that's the basement. <laughs> so, so it's like, okay, I watch Dragon Ball Z, and it's like, oh man, I'm early, so the moon's on, I'll just go watch the basement. So, um, it was like that. And I always had headphones on. I was a quiet kid in class, so I had headphones on. I was always drawing. Um, and all my friends were, like, playing football, running track and stuff like that. So by the time I was in high school, I was president of the art club. Um, both of my best friends, they stayed in that same neighborhood, so I, I was caught a ride with them because they, they had a car. And I didn't get a car until I was 18. Um and um, so I always had like CDs and stuff like that. So <laughs> I started doing like mixtapes because my mom was like, oh, you need to buy CDs anymore. It's this thing called Napster. And, <laughs> and I'm like, cool. All right. If you think so. Oh, Napster. <laughs> so um, I started doing mixtapes for people in class and people I worked with because I was starting to wait tables. And... After that, I started, um, after high school, I got an internship with a local radio station, 97.7, and learned from the DJs from there. And it used to be Hot 97. So, yeah. Wake up, wake up. Um, I know that when I come up in here, you, you always recommend me really, really good comics on August. And I usually purchase them, and when I do, I really enjoy them. Um, so... What are five comics that you would recommend for people looking to get into comics? Because I know you, you probably get a lot of people in here that are just curious of what to get into because you have a lot of a variety of different things. Okay. Damn. <laughs> I hate that question. Um, um, the Luther Strode series, Strange Case of Luther, of Luther Strode. Uh, I definitely recommend that. It's kind of like this. Um, boy takes the Atlas challenges in the back of the old comic books and gets like super buff and powerful. And then it turns out the book that he had to do that has dark connotations and the people behind it are evil. So it was kind of like a self-made superhero story. I don't want to get too much into detail with because it's got it's a ton of spoilers. But it's super bloody. It's super action-packed. It's like an action movie. Um... It's like reading an action movie. The artist, Trad Moore, has gone on to do um, 
the new Ghost Rider series, mm-hmm. and it's it's excellent. That's where you got to start from. Is that gotcha. Um, the next book I would recommend is, uh, I'm trying to think, the the Immortal Iron Fist, um, Volume One, um, with the series coming on Netflix, which has been getting terrible reviews. Uh, yeah, and I'm scared I'm about that. Worried about that. Yeah, I saw that too. That's like tomorrow, right? Uh, Friday. Yeah. 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 So. But any, but that is like a good kind of like if you ever watch like an old kung fu movie, it has a feel of that, but it is more grounded in a sense where it's um you can relate to the hero a lot more, um, and the other protagonists that are in the story as well, and it gives a sense of like urgency and kind of like puts it in like a real world perspective mm-hmm. um another one is the wicked and divine and the wicked and the divine which is basically if you take idol worship and combine it with music which is pop idol worship and all these pop idols happen to be god so like lucifer is a god and you got persephone and some other god like it goes from everything from greek to roman to egyptian gods to whatever you can think of and it's like the ultimate bard. Yeah, but it's it's twelve of them in there, and one of them gets murdered, and this whole this whole mystery behind it, and why these other gods are still like performing stuff like that. So it's really interesting. And it's, it's a good little take. Um, How about the last two be mangas. The last two be mangas. I would One Punch Man. Um, Most definitely. Well, it's it's just it's easy to get into. It makes fun of superhero culture. Um, cause it gets kind of hokey at times. Um, and the other one, other manga I would recommend would probably be, um, for people who have never read comics, I would say, um, I imagine any manga would be very intimidating to someone who's never mm-hmm. read it. It is because we used to have a, a book, a comic book book club, so it's it's very hard to recommend mangas. Um, My Hero Academia was pretty was pretty entertaining. It is, but I want to give give somebody something um, that's not a cape. Aside, that's why I recommended One Punch Man first. It's easier to get into. Gotcha. Um, One Piece is just it's a lot to dive into unless you start from the beginning and just get invested into it. I would probably say, I would probably say it depends on the person. I would, but this person had because I haven't said anything like really dark, mm-hmm. and that's going to be Berserk. Berserk is really, really, really dark. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but at the beginning, the the first couple of volumes will get you engaged in enough to be like, okay, where is this going to go? What's going to happen to this guy? Why does he have this big ass sword, and how is he able to live? Right. <laughs> It's a big ass great sword, just just yeah. carrying it around. Dragon with a, Slayer. Um, what about what about you? Because you mentioned that you DJing too. So if a kid comes in and says, "I want to learn how to DJ," what are some of the steps that you get your own equipment? That was that was a good question. That, that, that was good. Wow, that's very no. I mean, into the yeah. point. I mean, yeah. like I went to Fingerprint and and Bebop, and I was like, "I want to know how to DJ." He was like, "Okay, cool. You got your own equipment." I was like, "No." He's like, "Well, get your own equipment." And well, then I can teach you. I guess that makes sense. Like, oh, yeah. if, if someone says, I want to learn how to play trumpet, first thing they're going to do is mm-hmm. buy a fucking trumpet. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So. Um, <laughs> and 
I mean, I know I get it why he, I didn't understand why he said it then, but why I say that to people that come in here is that shows one, how invested you are and how invested you will be. Cause you can come and DJ and mess up my needles and stuff like that. But you need to, whatever you learn here, whatever I will teach you, you need to be able to take that home and practice yourself. And you can't take my equipment home. You need to have your own equipment to practice with. Right. Henceforth, get your own equipment. equipment. <laughs> I can tell you what to get. I can I can get you some good price points on what to get, but you need to get your own equipment before I can teach you a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shows ambition. I, I, I like that. I do too. Yeah, it's it's... It, it's a barrier to entry. Uh, do you care to share one of the wackiest stories that you've had since owning Offbeat or opening Offbeat? Define wacky. Uh, just a funny, a funny story. Um, an anecdote, a tale. I don't, I don't know. Something weird that's happened here. Something weird that's happened. A lot of weird stuff hasn't happened here. Um, shoot, I want to say. The weirdest thing that happened here is every six months or so, I had this old white guy that drives by the shop, and he's like, hey, I want to buy that building. And I'm like, okay, this building's not for sale. And he's like, oh, well, I know the owner. I was like, okay, cool. You know Andy Young? He's like, no, I know Mr. Patton. I was like, well, Mr. Patton doesn't own this building. Otherwise, I'll be paying him rent. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he just pulls off, and I don't get his name or anything. So it's, like, really weird. I don't know if this guy's going to come and shoot me one day and says it's his building now. But that's the weirdest. Let's, let's hope not. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's state of America. I never know. But, um, I mean, I, have, I really don't have any weird stories aside from people getting drunk in here and stuff like that and me laughing at my interns. Who who get drunk and then lay out on the grass on the front and we laugh at them and take pictures of them. And stuff oh like man, that. <laughs> I bet that is funny. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you have interns, so how does that process? So really not interns; they're more of my street team, mm-hmm. and they, they help me out and stuff like that. Um, help promote the shop and. Um, it's college students. Or college. Just... Uh, most of them are college students. Uh, a couple of them are out of college and just want to help out the store and stuff like that. Gotcha. And, um, help out with promotion. I got uh, two of them that are. Trying to build a skate team, um, so we want to have a skate team night in the competitions that I help sponsor and everything like that. Uh, so I help out the skate community. Um, I got another one that is helping with like some of the artwork and stuff like that, some of the branding, and um, they pretty much just keep me on my toes and keep me like focused on because um, it's a lot of the, a lot of stuff in here is targeted to that younger demographic, but mm-hmm. older people yeah. like my age definitely are into it. But the young people don't know about it because it's not on TV, it's not on radio. It's, we don't because we don't have I don't have the budget to advertise like that. So, um, just you know, just getting it out there, basically. Cool, man. And, and the thing is, a place like this, I don't want to hear radio ad advertisement for this place. Right. I don't. I don't want to pick up a, a newspaper and be like, "Oh, look, there's Offbeat." Yeah. Right. Like, no, like the the best way to hear about this place is word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth. A lot of people find us through Google, and then they just come back and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I had a young lady. She was like, yeah, I just Google record service, and y'all were one of the first ones that showed up. I was like, cool, cool. And she was like, I didn't. She's like, I'm going to be here like every week. I was like, cool. So, yeah, that's, that's the way I did it. Um, I heard about it, and everybody was telling me about it, and then I looked it up, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive there. And drove here, and I was like, yeah, this place is pretty darn cool. The first thing that got me was that bookshelf. <laughs> 
It's the oh, first thing. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a gift. <laughs> and I was like, that is just unique and cool. Let me look around. <laughs> so what's your opinion on the evolution of uh, music? Uh, and, and feel free to, to, not necessarily the music itself, but the business around it. So the business has definitely changed. It's more, you have to be seen, it's more seen and heard, I would say, in some in some cases. Um, like with, say, for instance, Designer, he's one of those people that you have to see him, then hear him, per se, to kind of get him. And I'm just like, he's, a lot of people are like, oh, he's terrible. I'm just like, he's a kid. Think about all the stupid, dumb shit you did as a kid. Like when you, mm-hmm. if you were 19 mm-hmm. with at least 500,000, like half a million in your pocket. Think about all the dumb shit you would do. You'd be like, ah, talking like Timmy on the fucking mic. <laughs> um, but that being said, it's not terrible. Like, I've heard some terrible, like, I survived the snap era of music, which was terrible with tall T's and shit. But now it's, I mean, everybody's like, oh, this, like, people might just like, oh, this music is terrible. I'm just like, I said, it's not bad. I said, the only thing I hate about music now, and, I, and what I hated 10 years ago when I was DJing on the radio, is that there's no balance. Um, and when I say there's no balance on the radio, I mean on the radio. And, like it was it was a time and even on TV it was a time when we had Rap City and you could see Tribe Call Quest one video and you'll see Cash Money uh, No Limit on one vi- and then the, ne- the next video then you'll see like Nas on the next video and then you'll see like Outkast and then you'll see UGK and so it was a balance it was like everything was kind of cohesive and together and whereas now it sounds like that's why everybody's like everything sounds the same because it does sound the same um, even people from New York sound the same um, as people from the South. So it's like, that's the only thing. But it's it's music out there where it is on SoundCloud. It's, you just have to, and there's it's, it's no excuse for people not to search for what they like uh-huh. with Spotify, SoundCloud, stuff like that, cause, and blogs where people recommend stuff. Or even coming here where I can recommend something for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're really in a place where music is so... It's so easy to find mm-hmm. that none of it's being found. Yeah. Because you look for one thing, you find it, and you stick with it, don't find anything else. And, and that's because, I mean, when you have so many artists and you look for a particular sound, it's like hard to kind of find, tune, and type in what that sound you're looking for right. is. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't know, I don't, I don't know how it came across. It was this one group. And they're from Detroit, and their name is Clear Clear Soul Forces. And I don't know how I came across their album, but the name of the album was PP Gold PP Sevens. Which, if you play Goldeneye, you know what that is. That was the the Golden Gun. Uh-huh. And so they named their album off of that, and they all like they sampled stuff off of video games and Goldeneye and stuff like that. Okay. And they made like a lot of references off of that. Um, but I I stumbled through that off of, I think popular off of hip hop blog and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, I like this track. And then I heard some other stuff, and I was like, okay, these guys are really dope. Um, but there's not their there wasn't a gimmick. There was just like, hey, we really like this game. We're playing Goldeneye for like a month. And so we're gonna make an album. Press the wax on gold. And stuff there, like that. There, there was definitely a time in my life that if I was recording an album, it would have been basically about NFL blitz. Just yeah. the whole damn thing. Yeah. yeah. I would have been Vector Man. Vector Man. 
That would have been me. Because <laughs> the way he jumps, it kind of look, looks like designer when he jumps. When Vector yeah, Man yeah, jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, designer does that, that you know, that um, inflatable arm, wacky tube man, whatever yeah, it's called. definitely would have been drum and bass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to do an audible on the last question. So, what what is your vision for offbeat and the art community within Jackson, Mississippi? Um, I hope to at least expose more artists as far as with the gallery. Um, Adrian Dominic, she's gotten her name out there quite a bit. She opened up her own art gallery. Um, Justin Ransberg, after his show, and he ended up just start doing like a mural. He started doing murals everywhere in Jackson. Those are nice. And um, he's just he's just kind of just taken off from there. Just kind of snowballed effect. Um, other artists have, you know, start doing other projects. I know one is Alexis. She was in high school when I had showed her stuff, and now she's doing all the imaging for Jackson Indie Music Week and stuff. Um, the next, all the artists that we have after this one, after the. The kids get taken down on um, Free Comic Book Day because this one we're doing their closing show will be nothing but women for the rest of the year. So it'll be minority women. Um, probably up until next March, March of 2018. And so I just want to expose as much, show how much talent we have out of Mississippi. Just now, you know, oh, our infrastructure is bad and. Yep. Our education system is terrible. Yep. Every city going to do education bus, but I want to show that hey, there's talent and in this crossroad, what I consider the, the true crossroads of the South, because we're three hours away from Memphis and New Orleans, Everywhere. we're six from Dallas and Atlanta, so there's no reason why artists and musicians should not stop in Jackson and be like, hey, we need to stop here and see what's going on, since mm-hmm. they're just close to everything. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully, this place will be around another. I mean, going in year three now, so hopefully, another seven years, and then we'll see what we'll go from there. You 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 mentioned Jackson as being, you know, the crossroads of the South, and you're you're right. It is. It's three hours from everywhere. Um, what I what I think is so tragic is there is a history here of music. Yeah, and. It's completely dormant. Yeah, you know, you look at what, what is it, Fair Street? Yeah, Jeff Jones. Yeah, like they're on the bricks. There's so much that can be done with that area mm-hmm. to revitalize not down, not just downtown, but Jackson and Mississippi as a whole. Right, and it's nothing. I mean, that it's tied up in old money. Like I wanted to, for a minute, I was thinking about relocating from where I'm in, in Midtown to downtown because it was like downtown. Would be cool, but it's tied up in old money and people that have those buildings and just sitting on it like, oh, they they're gonna like you know just jack up the price for it. Anybody wants to buy that building, even though the roof is falling out, there's no air conditioning unit, there's no power, there's no nothing in there, and that's that's the problem that is running to like a lot of these buildings around here, um, and I it's it's like. I'm trying to give back what I can, even though I'm leasing this building and don't own it. I'm doing what I can um, in some small way. Well, I think it's a big way. I think you're very influential. I really appreciate everything that you do for the community. Um, I hear about you a lot on, on outside of 
the store um, and everything that I hear is very positive. And um, hopefully one day I get to hear you DJ. So, um, Philip, it's been an honor talking to you. It really has. And I really appreciate you doing this with us. Ain't no problem. Anytime. Anytime. If someone needed to get in contact with you, how would they? Um, where Where is this place? What, 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 what kind of social media presence do you have? I have a pretty decent social media presence. Uh, um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at OffBeatJXN. Um, you can find me personally at DJ Young Venom on um, all social media platforms. On Facebook, um, if you're looking for OffBeat, it's facebook.com slash OBJXN only because something with Facebook algorithms, they wouldn't allow me to put offbeat probably because it's reverse of beat off. So I'm assuming that's why they wouldn't let me put offbeat for the URL. Whatever. Um, you can find us at our, you can find all those links that are on our website at um, www.offbeatjxn. I shouldn't have to say WWE anymore. Everybody knows what World Wide Web is. That's what I'm saying. HTTP colon slash slash. WWW. Don't forget the colon. Did you put the colon in when you looked me up? All right. It's such an antiquated term now. Find me at www.twitter.com. I have everything but MySpace and LinkedIn. If you look for me on LinkedIn, you are shit out of luck. <laughs> I still get emails from LinkedIn. I, I don't remember my username nor password. All right. Well, uh, I, that, I think that'll do it. That will do it. The legend, Philip, aka <laughs> DJ Young Vidom. The legend. That sounds like I'm about to be a martyr soon. Oh, oh yeah. No, I, don't <laughs> no. I definitely use that word not in that way. <laughs> Legendary, <laughs> legendary. Somebody just comes and stabs me with a sword. Like, oh, the, the legendary. <laughs> Style. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Robert's going to come in here, slice you open, and say, You're a legend now, motherfucker. <laughs> it's going to be Phil Bryant. That's who's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. I think Phil's trying to kill all of us. <laughs> very slowly. <laughs> slowly. He's just draining us. Slowly. Like, he's, he's just very aggressive. He's just draining it. I think he's a vampire. I don't think he's a vampire as much as he is like a social vampire. Nah, nah, he's he's more mummy than vampire. <laughs> like I've been I've been close enough to Phil Bryant to tell you personally that he stinks. Like <laughs> bo body odor. Like you know I can I can deal without him in my personal space. And right, being downwind of him. Like I, I was gonna ask you if the temperature dropped like three degrees when you got near him, but um, that's you even see your breath. Yeah, I wish it did. <laughs> I wish it did. But, You'd um, be like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Let's not talk about evil. Let's keep positive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> he who must not be named. Yeah, he who must not be named. <laughs> He's Voldemort now. This yeah, is wonderful. Man. He doesn't have a nose. Uh, okay. Well, that that yeah. Let's wrap it up.